0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This has been a subject that we've talked a little bit about before. If you go back through some of the episodes, it's come up. With all the sports that are going to try and come back, and we're starting to see the slightest hint of momentum for some of the professional sports, Dana White's out here just like, we're going to have something tomorrow. But they're going to try to do something in May. And now combat sports and even combat sports entertainment is considered essential in the state of Florida. Whatever. If you look at golf, which I've, I've said, if you go back, there's an episode called Golf is the Canary in the Coal Mine. I expect golf to be the first of the majors that comes back and is able to stay back. Because of the way that the sport itself is set up, they're easy workarounds for some of the things that people would be concerned about. And I was talking with some folks about this on the air today. The caddy and the golfer don't need to stand next to each other while the golfer is lining up the shot. And if you're telling me, well, the caddy needs to be able to see the course. Great. Put a put a a coin down at the the right foot of the golfer, and then the caddy can walk up, and he can look at the course, and then they can text each other what club and what shot he should take. Oh, well, there's a rule about you can't scream out what club you're going to use, and and that's great. Suspend the rule. It's pretty easy to get golf back. Baseball, I think, is going to be a lot more difficult for a ton of different reasons, but the governor of Arizona is already working with baseball to try and figure out how to biodome the Phoenix area and get all the players back to Arizona and then have a league. I don't know. I, I think that that's still a little farther away. And and if you look at what some of the reactions have been from players, the players don't seem too keen on the ideas that, that baseball is thrown in front of them. And I get it. There are going to be some guys are like, I, I, I don't have money in the bank. I need to get out there and play, and you'll start hearing the drumbeat from those guys. If there is a legitimate restart option in front of them that Major League Baseball can put out there as a tantalizing morsel, and say, "Look, either you don't play. If you don't play, then you you don't get paid." The good thing about baseball, where it's different than the NFL, their unions a lot stronger, and with the guaranteed contracts. Guys should have a lot more in their war chest than NFL players have. Basketball said, we're not making any decisions until we get to the 1st of May. And they've been pretty quiet on that front. Like, everyone that you've heard talk about basketball has been that way. Then, you look at hockey. Hockey is is out here. Gary Bettman is saying, my guys need... A couple of weeks to get on the ice. Like they haven't been on the ice. Yeah, we'd love to start things up and we're probably gonna do it in arenas that that don't have people in them. But there's still the issue of the players need time to do something that they can't do anywhere else. I think hockey is of the pro sports going to be the most difficult. They don't have the luxury of time like the NFL does if they want to complete this season which Bettman has gone on the record saying that he would like to award the Stanley Cup. And I get that. But of the team sports, they don't have a luxury of time. Football is still theoretically in September where we will hopefully have made more progress. And it looks like there's been some progress that's made, which is encouraging professional football. That's what I want to talk about today. College football And because of that, college athletics is in a rough spot. If you go back to the cancellation of the NCAA tournament, that cancellation cost the NCAA about $400 million. And that's nothing compared to the amount of money that football will lose if there is no season. And things are already getting drastic you may have not even been paying attention because look, there's no sports now. So you're probably not watching the bottom line on ESPN, but Cincinnati got rid of their soccer program. And Cincinnati has been a program while it's a mid major, let's put that in quotes. They do have a football team that's been pretty successful and they're already starting to to make these cost cutting measures I think that football, college football, coming back is going to be really difficult because there is no is universal body over this. And I know what you're thinking, Lawrence. What about the NCAA? Yeah, the NCAA was not designed for stuff like this. Some of the schools, some of the conferences outside of the Power Five, they've actually reached out to the NCAA because they want to relax some of the rules some of the bylaws so that they can they can work this is from yahoo yahoo did a whole story on this sam cooper is the one who who wrote the story if you start looking at the 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 non power 5 conferences they're in trouble sam writes this the situation could prove to be even more dire in non power leagues Yahoo Sports reported Tuesday that, commissioner, that the commissioners from the group of five conferences, AAC, Conference USA, MAC, Mountain West, and Sunbelt, sent a letter to NCAA President Mark Emmert asking for alterations to the NCAA bylaws as a way to ensure short-term financial relief. All of those financial strains are the reasons why it's hard to see college football season being canceled outright despite various challenges ahead. I talked to one of the athletic directors from a Mac school, Sean Frazier of NIU. This was two weeks ago that Sean and I talked. Listen to what he says and his tone when talking about college football not being back when people expect it to be back.
2: Yeah, so I knew you were going to ask me that question. So the reality is this, right? That's a big nut. And uh, obviously I talked about the the potential $600 million nut that happened uh, based on the revenues from the men's basketball tournament. Uh, but uh, as you can imagine, maybe double, triple, maybe quadruple, what uh, what's involved when you're taking away uh, a football to, uh, uh, to, to an to a FBS program like ours. So, I, I, again, it, it's something that is a heresy. To even think about but the reality is that we are modeling those things right Uh, we are modeling scenarios from worst case scenario of no season all to a postponed or delayed season so we're constantly in that again no substitute for daily preparation so we need to take a look at what that might look like and the financial impact for that not happening but again Lawrence this is all about the health and safety right we have to see how things go, but it's important also to model those issues. And, uh, yeah, you know, those are real start, uh, start uh, uh, realities that if that happens, we need to make sure we plan and that, yeah, it will be quite devastating. I, 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 can't, uh, I can't even try to tell you anything different than that. If we do not have a football season, uh, it will definitely change the fabric of college athletics.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can imagine considering the amount of money that it brings in and the, and what I keep thinking about and, and, and connecting a lot of different things, Sean, is the, the way that media companies themselves, I mean, my own included, like everyone has been affected by this. And I keep wondering, like, what what is going to be the financial uh, impact of that? Where are we going to see less companies bidding on certain contracts going forward? Like it's. I don't know if any of us have a really good idea of what's going on.
2: Yeah, I don't think that folks are really, really, again, the whole whole idea of facing that reality is scary, right? I think we're we're, we're scared because we live in a North American culture that's all about sports. We can say that, right? Everything that we do, uh, you know, we're we're referencing, I'm not saying it's the end-all, be-all, but it's a big part of that discretionary entertainment component of how we live our lives. So the whole idea of college athletics, professional athletics, just athletics in general is something that is a part of a lot of people's lives. So, yeah, the business of the marketing behind the financial issues, the mental health, I can kind of go on and on. And I I don't think we really are prepared. I think we're getting there now. I think the reality, as a lot of us, who uh, take a look at this, who are, have connections in the healthcare industry, understanding of what COVID-19 is and the type of infectious control me- measures that have to be put into place and understanding that you have to prepare are, are now struggling with this. Oh, my goodness, if this goes three, four, five months, what do we do? So I think that, uh, that, that, that that reality is starting to hit a lot of us. And as me, as an athletic director right now, directing uh, the staff and students and others to prepare for that, that's the daunting task right now. You know, we're, we're having those conversations at the, at the conference level, at the national level, with colleagues. And it is scary. Uh, but, again, this too shall pass. Here's the deal right here. This too shall pass. We just have to find a way, and we will, to make sure that, we, that we, we hold it off, keep the wolves at the door, and make sure that we get back on track in the future. So, again, I don't want to throw the baby out with the, ba- the bathwater here, but, you know, this too shall pass as, as, the, as a crisis. We just need to make sure we do everything that we can to put ourselves in systems in place that when it does, that we can get right back at it.
1: So while there may be an NCAA, there isn't a players' union for college athletes, And this is where the nexus of the business of college athletics runs right into the idea of amateurism. Because now you're asking students to perhaps risk their own health to play a sport that they aren't being compensated for. It's been very easy to keep that shell game alive of, well, this isn't, this is amateurism and they should just be happy with their tuition being paid. Their campus life is completely disrupted. And I can tell you for a fact that universities are already planning on online fall semesters. There's already planning, the strategic planning that's in place. And I've talked to people from four different universities that are doing this. So now you're going to ask students to come back to campus when it's possible that no one will be back to campus. You're going to ask them to get on planes with each other. You're going to ask them to go play games in states where, where it could be a hot zone for coronavirus. How are you going to do this? It's because there's no one to speak for the group of athletes. This is going to be a difficult thing for college sports to get over, even with Major League Baseball's wackadoodle plans that they have. At least there is a players association that can go yay or nay, they can they can pull the the folks inside the association and say, do we want to go to Arizona and be without our families for four months to to start the baseball season? And then those folks can go, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to do that. Those are adults that are making money. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Put yourself in the place of a parent of one of these athletes. What are you telling your student athlete to do? Because I know that I would tell mine not until it's completely safe. And it sucks because I want college football back, but college football be damned. The only problem with that feeling is if college football doesn't get canceled, now we're talking about billions of dollars being lost for the NCAA. We're talking about $4 billion. Not the 400 million that the NCAA tournament got getting canceled cost. I'm more hopeful than I sound right now. I'm more hopeful about sports coming back. I actually think that there have been some really good developments in regards to that on the professional level. And I think for the most part, Dana White aside, The commissioners of sports have been pragmatic in trying to put everything together. College football, college athletics, I think will be forever changed. And I wonder if we will learn some lessons about the business side and amateurism from this particular set of circumstances. My gut feeling is no, We'll still exploit these athletes, but I am hopeful. Maybe we will learn something. I don't know what the lesson is, but maybe we'll learn something. But again, if you're one of those parents, are you sending your son to go play ball? Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
3: Okay, picture this.